Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Jarrett. And this is Culture, culture Catch Up. Each week, one of us introduces the other to a piece of culture they missed out on. You can subscribe to Culture Catch Up wherever podcasts are available. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Catch Up Culture and leave us a review and we'll send you some surprise fun mail. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a very crafty person. So that fun mail is probably pretty exciting because it's, it's probably a weird thing I made. Anyway. Fitting that it's a crafty because this is the season of Halloween. <laughs> Which craft? I don't know. It was a pull. It was a, it was a pull to get there from A yeah, to B. Yeah, that was but, a stretch, but you know. we'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> But he's right. He's right. We're in Halloween season, which means we're going to do a little string of Halloween or Halloween adjacent films. Nice. Over the next few weeks, which I'm particularly excited about because I love Halloween so much. Unfortunately, the big heavy hitters uh, we've already seen. Yeah. Because I've already made him watch Hocus Pocus a million times and great pumpkin charlie brown which i suppose wouldn't have been a good episode anyway because it's like an 18 minute children's animation right, but whatever that we're all very familiar with but we do have some halloween movies that Jarrett hasn't seen yet and a couple that i haven't seen uh so we're gonna get into those starting today nice i'm excited yeah me too really excited so for today's culture catch-up i am gonna catch Jarrett up on halloween town spooky <laughs> It's funny because it's not even a spooky movie, like even a little bit. So Halloween Town came out in 1998. Stars Debbie Reynolds, Kimberly J. Brown, and Judith Hogue. Um, Debbie Reynolds, obviously your favorite Carrie Fisher's mom. Mm -hmm. Kimberly J. Brown, you're not going to know her. She didn't do much outside of Halloween Town. A, a little TV acting and then all of the Halloween Town sequels. But that's about it. Judith Hogue, though. You need to look up and look at her face because I know okay. you'll recognize her Judith from whatever Hogue. stuff. She was the sister in Nashville. I know she she just is in a lot of little things. So okay. I don't know what you know her from, but I know that you're going to know her. You'll okay. recognize her. She looks very her. familiar just looking at her face. Oh, she's in Armageddon. Which okay. She's in Armageddon? That's what it says on our IMDb. Okay, I didn't remember that. Uh, okay, so Nashville. Is. You recognize her. Though. I recognize her. Can't really put a All right, well, that picture matter. to the name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Halloween Town. Here's the IMDb description. Are you ready? I'm ready. Because I think you don't know anything about this movie. Yeah. When a young girl living with her good witch grandmother learns she too is a witch, she must help her grandmother save Halloween Town from evil forces. Mm, okay. Also, I got to say, she doesn't actually live with her grandma, so that's not even true. <laughs> These IMDb descriptions are bad. Yeah, did they even see the movie that they're... Well, I guess. I don't she doesn't know. live no. with her grandma. She that's a lie. She okay. lives at home with her mom and her siblings. It doesn't matter. Um, not a whole lot of uh, fast facts about this one, probably because it's a made-for-TV movie, but what do you know about it? Honestly, nothing. Like so exciting. It is one... We didn't watch it at all as a kid growing up. I first heard about it probably from you telling me <laughs> about it, and I honestly, sitting here doing this pre these pre-thoughts, I have learned that Debbie Reynolds is in it, which is really <laughs> cool. Although... Honestly, though, I haven't really seen Debbie Reynolds in that much, so that's not even necessarily right, a big draw. I just Carrie know Fisher's of her more as Carrie Fisher's mom. Although the only thing I think that I've seen her in that is coming to mind is the Western epic How the West Was Won, and she's ah, just one of those okay. characters. It's one of those longer movies that like pieces together stories from lots of different people's lives, but it like follows this one family through several generations, and she was one member of that family. Got it. 
Well, that's exciting. Uh, I do think this was made for preteen girls, so I don't. Oh, I'm excited. No, <laughs> if you're going to enjoy it, <laughs> but I remember everything about it. I loved it so much as a kid. I still really love it. Uh, we bought the DVD set a handful of years ago. Um, whenever we saw it somewhere randomly, because I didn't think, you know, we didn't know Disney Plus was going to be a thing, right. which is where we're going to watch it. Um, so if anybody wants to watch it, you can watch it on Disney plus, but you know, we didn't, we didn't know that we'd be able to watch these movies again, these Disney channel original movies again. So I bought the box set when we saw it. Well, and I still hold that if it's something that you love, that you truly love like that, then still buy it. Yes. Yes. I know. Jarrett needs to have a physical copy copy of important. Cause you never know. (laughs) You may be like, Hey, my favorite series of all time, the office is on Netflix and it's never going away because it's so universally loved. Well, guess what what, jokers it's going away and guess who owns it now? So I can watch it whenever (laughs) this guy. (laughs) Anyway, I have seen it many times over the years as an adult. I still really love it. Um, so there's not really anything for me to, say that I remember about mm-hmm. it because I remember it all. I remember when it came out. I remember watching it every year. I remember the sequel. So there's four actually. Oh, okay. wow. Let, let's get into it. Okay. We're in okay. it. Okay. There's four Halloween Town movies. Halloween Town, which is what we're about to watch. The OG version. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, which I also remember pretty well. Uh, the third one is called Halloween Town High. I've never seen it. And I think it's in the box set. You call yourself a fan. So I think I need to watch it. And then the fourth one doesn't matter because she's not even in it. They replaced her. But oh. it's called Return to Halloween Town. Okay. It's some... Her being Kimberly J. Brown. Brown. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's the main character, Marnie. They replaced her with somebody else in this one. So uh, it doesn't matter. But let's talk about the significance of Disney Channel original movies. Is that what this movie is? Yes. Since you don't know much about Halloween Town, we'll talk about the DCOM canon. DCOM being Disney Channel original movie. Halloween Town was only the fourth one released. Oh, wow. With the first one being a year before Halloween Town called Under Wraps. Another one. I, I remember super either. well. It's another Halloween one about a mummy who comes to life or some shit like that. But it's one that, like, I remember... Clever play on the title, then. So, <laughs> I remember sorting my candy after trick-or-treating and watching Under Wraps. Like, multiple years. Oh, I wow. remember that movie super well. We already looked. You, unfortunately, can't watch it anywhere. So, maybe I'll look and see if we can find a DVD of it. Because I would really love for you to watch it. Um, I, I, I don't think you would... I think that this is one of those instances where nostalgia plays a big factor because I watched these as a kid and that's probably why I'm, yeah. I loved them. So having not seen them, I doubt you're going to like them as much as I do, but I still think you might enjoy them. Disney channel, original movies, which I am going to from now on refer to as DCOM. I like it. Uh, they were a huge deal when we were kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember a few of them. I've only seen a handful, but I remember them, them. being the talk of the town. So they started in 97, which or with under wraps. Um, but they actually started before then and they were just called something else. They used to call them Disney channel premiere films mm. and they started running those in 83 and they ran them all the way up until they released under wraps in 97. <clears throat> but a couple of these, I think you might recognize too. Susie Q heard of it. Is this a, is this an original movie or the, is this, this pre- is from the, the OG series, okay. Disney channel premiere films, Disney channel premiere films. Mickey's um, flickies, I think would have been a better title. But we'll go <laughs> We'll that stick. sounds dirty. 
Um, Susie Q, I remember being on TV all the time. I think I remember I seeing the name. Never, saw, never saw it. There was also one called Wish Upon a Star that had Katherine Heigl in it. There was also Escape to Witch Mountain. Does that sound familiar? That one, not seen, but I remember for whatever reason, that movie I saw a lot in Blockbusters. I remember like going, looking through the shelves of movies at Blockbuster. For some <laughs> reason, Witch Mountain, Return to Witch Mountain always stuck out to me, but never saw it. No, this is Escape to Witch oh, Mountain. Oh, sorry. Escape to Witch Mountain. There is later, I think, a sequel, Return to Witch Mountain. Oh, okay. Well, guess who's in Escape to Witch Mountain? Elizabeth Moss. Oh, really? And Eric Von Detten, who's going to come up here in a handful of minutes when I talk about Brink, the best decom of all time. Um, anyway, there's also, there was another one, I think. Oh, oh yeah. In this original, uh, grouping of these basically made for TV Disney movies, there were a bunch of sequels to Parent Trap. Parent Trap 2, Parent Trap 3, Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon. Does any of that wow. sound familiar? No. I, in my head, there was only the original Parent Trap with Haley Mills uh-huh. and then the new Lindsay one with Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I don't. We may have to look those up. I'm because we both really love Parent Trap, so I kind of would be curious to see what those are. Who's I, in them? I, I worry about their quality. Well, no, I'm I just, sure they'd I'm be sure terrible. It's just I don't not mean watch that, them. I mean, I want to look into them. <laughs> so then, in '97, they changed the name to be what we all know now as Disney Channel Original Movies, starting with Under Wraps, uh, and then the next year was when Brink came out. Did okay. you ever see Brink? I did not see Brink. <sighs> I, it's another one that you have talked a lot about. Yeah, because Eric Von Detten was such a hottie see i don't i can't even necessarily put a, a he's face like to the cool name. guy rollerblader oh okay <laughs> very, very 1998 he had really floppy blonde hair and was just like cool guy he had like really rosy cheeks super cute obviously like the hottie hot of these movies mm-hmm. so brink will have to find as well what about xenon do you remember xenon yeah watch xenon a couple times there's a few, a few of those yeah Three, I want to say of those. And I feel like I've seen the first and the second one. I don't think I ever made it to the third one. What about Can of Worms? Yes, one time. And I remember I don't very remember what little that about one's it. about. He, it's an alien. It, it's something like he finds an alien. The boy finds an alien and then like he's in his huh. room and it's like multi-eyed, I want to say. Holy crap. Erica Christensen is in that one. Wow. I bet a lot of these have people in them. See, we need to go back and start watching we these because I bet there's random people like that. What about Smart House? No. That one is about a kid who like wins a smart house somehow. I don't know if he wins it or what. Smart house meaning like a a technologically savvy house. Like what we would just call a house today. No, no, no. (laughs) Like the house has a mind. Oh, okay. Like a person who represents the house and that person is Katie Seagal. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, What about Johnny Tsunami? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad oh, you liked yeah. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami was great. I wonder we if that only, kid did anything else. We would only really watch Disney Channel because we didn't grow up with cable. My, my Our grandparents had it. And so I remember going over to my grandma's house and Johnny Tsunami, like when, especially when we'd stay there overnight. Oh, let me finish this real quick. I can tell you something to say that you just <laughs> no, discovered. No, go ahead. I'm listening. But, I'm listening. Uh, we would go over there like when my parents would go out for a night or something like that, or we'd stay with them over the weekend. And for whatever reason, I guess just because they were on Disney Channel and they kept them in standard rotation, we yeah, would watch. it's like all they played. Like Johnny Tsunami, I've seen four or five times probably. Oh, I, it, loved I loved Johnny Tsunami. Tsunami. It, it, I, it's again, because I watched it so young, I don't necessarily remember a lot of it. I, I don't like, either, but I know I loved it. But I loved Johnny Tsunami. Well, good news. That one's on Disney Plus, so nice. we'll watch it for sure. Okay, this 
maybe isn't going to blow your mind like it just blew mine, but did you know that Jet Jackson was in Johnny Tsunami and Xenon? Yes. I do remember him being in Jet Jackson. Xenon is in it too. I don't remember Xenon being in it, but I do remember Jet Jackson. Being, he's like his buddy, his friend he makes, I feel I like. I didn't remember that at when all. He come, when he leaves Hawaii, I'm assuming, mm. to wherever the snowbound <laughs> place that he moves to. <laughs> To when he picks up so his it's not he's not playing Jet Jackson. It's right. not like a world it's not like crossover. A crossover. It's, he's another he's another. Character. That would have been interesting. Speaking of Jet Jackson, though, is that um, did y'all watch the show or just the I movie? I watched the the show. I watched the show enough that when I found out there was going to be an original movie about it, I was very excited. And I remember asking my parents, like, "Can we go over to Mambo's house this night so I can please watch Jet Jackson this Jet Jackson movie that you know nothing about? But please, it's going to be so good. It's a Disney Channel movie. Let's do it. Did and, you get to? Oh yeah. <laughs> Except then I was pissed. Because it stormed, and back in like '90s, early 2000s, dish satellite TV technology, storms would like <laughs> knock it out every two seconds. Well, especially so it was very, Oklahoma storms, right? So it was very uh, distorted and interrupted a lot. So I didn't get the full experience, but I still liked the movie. Okay, I want to run down a few more that were on my my uh, my favorite list mm-hmm. and see if you know them. Okay, The Color of Friendship. Also, you know what? Hang on, back up a second. They released like eight or ten of these in a year. It's Disney. They, you That's know they nuts. Love to like just churn out this content. They I'm only in the year two thousand, and we have only done like a twentieth of the movies listed in oh, those damn. three years. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more. Okay, anyway, The Color of Friendship. No, that was about apartheid. Oh, that's heavy. <laughs> I mean, it was a lesson for sure. It was the first yeah. time I learned about apartheid. It's like about a black American girl who goes to South Africa and she, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. She thinks she's going to like live with a black African family, but it's in South Africa and it ends up being a white family. So she's of course mad. Mm -hmm. And then the white, the girl from the white South African family that she goes to stay with same thing. Like she thinks that this white American is coming to stay with them. And anyway, again, don't quote me on that, but something like that. And then apartheid plays in somehow. Interesting. All right. What about Alley Cat Strike? No. No. All I remember is that that one's about bowling. Uh, I can't really speak too much else about that one. Oh, Kaylee Cuoco is in that one. Interesting. Interesting. What about Rip Girls? Mm-mm. No. It's kind of Johnny Tsunami. It's about a girl surfer. Oh, okay. Instead of a boy surfer. And like she doesn't have a mom or something. I don't remember. Um, but that one's Camilla Bell, who is still an actor. I think you would know her if you saw her face. Uh, anyway, there's a million more. We don't have to keep going. I think really the only other one other than Johnny Tsunami, Jet Jackson, that I remember a lot, because I actually bought the VHS for it, was this one called Hounded that was Taj Maori and Shia LaBeouf. And Taj Maori. And I want to say that Taj Maori somehow winds up kidnapped accidentally. I think Shia LaBeouf plays this rich kid whose dog follows Taj Maori home in some way. And so Taj Maori is like trying to like get the dog back, but it pulls them through a series of hijinks and misadventures. <laughs> Naturally, because it's a Disney Channel original Exactly. Movie. And so he has to like enlist the help of his older brother and they to get him back. And Ed Begley Jr. is in it as well. He plays Shia LaBeouf's dad or the principal. One of the things. Ed Begley Jr. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's the one I remember watching the most other than Johnny Tsunami and famous Jet Jackson. There was also one called Double Teamed about... Hey, now. <laughs> this... <laughs> about this... These twins, these twin girls who played, ended up playing professional basketball. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. Hmm. But I think it was a true story, maybe. Disney loves a, a true story. Anyway. Remember the Titans, am I right? 
Oh, you know what? They also made Even Stevens movie. Did you know, did you ever see the movie? Did you all watch the show? Mm, I watched the show every once in a while. I loved not that the, show. Not the movie, really. I never saw the movie either. Maybe that's a show we should go back and watch a little bit of. I'd be down. See if it's still funny. So they actually still make Disney Channel original movies. It's just <clears throat> obviously we've aged out. <laughs> but um, like High School Musical, Camp right, Rock. Right. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place, Cheetah Girls. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, all of these things that like we've all heard of but don't know anything about, these are all still in the same canon. I was wondering if they renamed it once, if they're going to rename it again, if they've renamed it anything again since Mm-mm. then. Nope, they still refer to it as Disney Channel original movies. Huh. Oh, also that that Descendants oh, yeah, set yeah, yeah. of movies, that's in the same thing. I got to say, I've kind seen of segments of these current days, Disney Channel original <laughs> movies, and they just don't hold a candle. <laughs> of course they don't. The original is always better, especially if the original is when you're like 12, 13. That's yeah. the perfect age, I feel like. Thank you for joining us on that deep dive on Disney Channel original movies. Blast from the past. Or DCOMs. Um, you know, we had to talk about something because Jared literally doesn't know anything about Halloween Town. Or else this little bit of like, okay, here's the promo for this movie. Do you know anything about it? No. Cool. Let's go watch it. But you know, I really think we could do a lot of these for episodes. There's so the many. Disney Channel movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should do like a little... A handful of bonus episodes where we just yeah. watch a few of them. Anyway, we're going to go watch Halloween Town now. We're going to eat candy corn and popcorn and uh, in our hold, costumes. Will you hold my hand if I get too scared? Yes, <laughs> and watch Halloween Town. I can't wait to see if you like it. Let's do it. We're back. We made it through. We weren't scared. What'd you think? I was terrified. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, no, I liked it. I thought like I thought it was I since I knew it was a Disney Channel original movie. I knew I was outside of its target audience. I kind of had it in my head as we went into it. So I would be like, OK, let's let's still try to watch this objectively. <laughs> and while it was very cheesy and very much a kid's so movie, cheesy, it, I still understand like I still didn't not like it while we were watching it. I'm like, Good. I'm not going to, I didn't say I'm, I'm like loving it and can't wait to watch it again. But at the same time, I definitely was like, Oh yeah, this is an enjoyable movie. Sometimes kids movies can they be can, super boring. Yeah. And, I know, and, totally. Or annoying really in some, in how they try to like up their humor or the antics of it or the slapstick of it to make it appealing to little kids. And while this movie did that in some ways, I don't know. It still just kind of had that like classic childhood movie feel to it. That is hard to not like. I would say. That makes so, me so happy. I, I enjoyed it. Well, I loved it so much. It did still hold up for you? Just as much as I always did. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Which it, I guess you were expecting to if you watched it and remembered loving it so much from your childhood. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, but also I have rewatched it as an adult. Oh, okay. Um, But I think, um, I think Halloween holds more nostalgia for me than anything else in all of life. Mm-hmm. I have more... Halloween memories and fondness of Halloween than any other holiday. I'm not really sure why. I just, I've always really liked Halloween. I still really like dressing up, um, as you know, obviously, mm-hmm. for no reason because we don't have kids and we don't trick or treat and we don't go to Halloween parties or anything, but I still just really love dressing up. So I, the, the nostalgia around it is very strong for me. Um, as Jarrett knows, every year, like the first day, it's a little bit cooler here and people start talking about fall, I immediately, I can feel this pang of nostalgia in my heart so badly for fall and for Halloween and for holidays. So I, yeah, I knew I would like it. Yeah, It just transported me right back to being a kid. And 
trick-or-treating and then coming home and watching it like with my candy all over the living room floor and still answering the door every once in a while when somebody trick-or-treats and oh, I could just cry sitting here talking about Halloween. Well, I that's loved nice. it so that, much. That's what's so great about movies like this is they take you back to those childhood memories. It was so cheesy, of course. Cheesier oh, yeah. than I remembered. There were a couple times I was laughing and I was oh, laughing yeah. not because it was funny, but because <laughs> yeah, I was We laughed like, a oh, number that, of that times. Was dumb. That was real dumb. At how bad it was. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. All right. So the first thing that really hit me was that Marnie had an attitude, <laughs> like pretty much this whole movie. Okay. She's also a lot younger than I remembered. How mu- how old do you think she is in the movie? Like she's 13. Hello. Did you watch the movie? Oh, it's yeah, her 13th duh. Halloween. <laughs> she's, she's 13. 13. Yeah. And man, does she have that teenage angst? Well, Big and time. so I, if this came out in 98, I would have been 10. So she was old enough. There's a big enough age gap between 13 and 10 where mm. she seemed a lot older than me One of the cool and kids. was cooler. Yeah. So I was expecting her to be like 16 or 17, I guess. So I was surprised that she was so little. Yeah. Yes. So I, lots of angst. There, lots though. of angst. Like immediately she's she's fighting her mom on everything because she wants to be able to go trick or treating. And mom's like, no, you can't go trick or treat. And this is before she obviously learns that her about her ancestral history and stuff that she has as <laughs> being a witch. And so I just love, though, that it was so black and white she at one point even to her mom was like let me guess there's some big mysterious reason we can't go out on halloween and i was like oh yeah there absolutely is of we course just, there we just is. don't know yet and then literally like a scene later it was confirmed why there is because yeah they're a family of witches and her mom is trying to keep her from knowing about her witchy past because their dad's human so she her mom thinks R.I.P. that human world is her world she needs to be a human not a witch exactly in that same scene marnie's little like bitchy preteen friends are like ah but Halloween is the only thing Marnie cares about. And they all have the same thing, like real attitude yeah. in everything they say. And one of them said, Halloween is like made for her, which was delivered so well. <laughs> it was so angsty and dramatic and teenage girl like it made me laugh. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Just like the over, just like, uh, but let me do it. No. Why? Because I'm her parent and I said so. That's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, and she got real mean toward her mom, she too. She did, like, a couple times. Like, too too far. Like, I was like... She should be in trouble. I know. Like, I was like, what? I'm not trying to tell you how to parent, but, I mean, maybe <laughs> Is this going to turn into one of those second. weird movies where the parent starts, like, slapping the kid around <laughs> or spanking him or something? But, yeah. So, I'm, that was a big thing I immediately noticed. And then, literally, yeah, the next scene was, I think, when Debbie Reynolds comes to their house not living with, but yeah, comes to visit their house from Halloween Town, and it's just immediately obviously like, oh yeah, she's a witch. Duh. Because she gets dropped off by the buzz. Her back, her bag is like following behind her. It's like Mary Poppins she's bag. She like can a witch. pull as much stuff out of it as she wants, no matter how big it is. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's why you can't go out on Halloween because your family's a witch, and your mom doesn't want you to be a witch as well. Duh. Also, Debbie Reynolds is the grandma. Was she the best or what? Oh yeah, she perfectly like if you want like a grandma. Who also happens to be a witch. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds is right there. Not saying Debbie perfectly Reynolds. Perfectly cast. Yeah, perfectly cast. It's just being like the fun grandma with like this magical background that like <laughs> is yet to be discovered. So yeah, she was great. What was immediately funny to me about this though is so like obviously the mom doesn't want Marnie and her siblings to know about all the, their background. And so, but grandma comes to town with a full purpose of like, oh no, it's her 13th birthday, which apparently is a, like they have to start their training by then or they can't be a witch basically is what right. it is. Yeah. They can and lose, so, they lose their powers. I love how, uh, grandma Cromwell as their, their family. Aggie. Name is. Ag- oh, Aggie. Her name her, is Aggie. Mr. Name is Aggie. Um, 
is just immediately like pulls the grandma card of mom says, no, we don't want to introduce our kids to this. And the grandma's like, nah, here we go. I'm immediately going to tell them about this. Read this book, Halloween town and try to like drop all this information on them right at bedtime when you don't want me to with my eyebrows. With, uh, yeah. All she did was like read a line and look at Marnie and like raise her eyebrows. I know, which I loved how like, much hey, was like, hey, look hey. at it. Oh, because they found the picture of the witch in the book. Yeah. That looks that just looks like, like Marnie. Marnie. And Marnie's like, that looks just like me. And she's like, it sure does. It sure does. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Eh, wink, eh, wink, eh, wink. Eh, eh. Elbow nudge. <laughs> yeah, that, that was so over the top. But then this is what I love too, is that Marnie reads this book. What, they read this book, which is essentially a golden a golden book. Golden book. Yeah, really quality short. Quality of book. And it just like flips through a few pictures that just shows like goblins, elves, witches, and warlocks all living together. Ghosts all living together in harmony in this place. And Marnie's like, that's everything I'm interested in. And she like holds on to that book and cradles it like it is literally, I Her don't most know, prized the possession. most prized possession containing all of the information and knowledge of the world. <laughs> and, she, and I just loved how much she just latches onto this book and is like, I could never want anything more in life because this 10-page book is it for me. <laughs> oh, it's I so liked cute, it. Though. It was pretty fun. But then, like I said, it interspersed with all the interspersed with all this, there were some pretty good comedic moments, I thought. Like the mom, what's her name? Is her name Gwen? Gwen. Uh she stumbles upon this obviously and like comes upstairs to check on and then here's the grandma doing this. Like, no, come downstairs. We need to have a chat. Retcon this whole situation. <laughs> And when she does, they get angry at each other. And so Grandma Aggie like turns this bucket of fried chicken into a chicken <laughs> and then turns it back. And Marnie sees it. And Marnie sees it because she follows it down to, to learn more. But then I loved when the conversation is over. Aggie says to the mom, enjoy your leftovers, dear. And then turns the bucket of chicken back into a real chicken when it was already in their fridge. Just to, and the mom's So like, you hear like chickens. Oh, like, what am I going to do? I have five chickens in my refrigerator now. <laughs> So it had some like good, some clever moments like that that I thought that I really liked. I just want to point out that Gwen calls the grandma mother the whole time, which mm -hmm. I feel like it instantly lets you know that they have a strained relationship. Oh, yeah. Nobody calls their mom mother unless they're mad at them. Right. What do you think about the little kid acting? The brother and sister. That brother is a little schmuck. Yeah. And he dresses like Danny Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I thought I didn't really have much thoughts on them. The brother was, yeah, like just like the uppity one, like trying to be like all smart and imply like Halloween doesn't matter. It's just about candy and cavities. Exactly. And it's like what kid doesn't want to go trick or treating. Yeah. And so it was a lot of that. I didn't really have too many big thoughts on, on the brother and sister. Although I guess I was I did think at one point, I guess in the end when it's revealed that not only Marnie has these abilities, but the brother and Sophie, the youngest sister, do as well. Sophie, though, was kind of hinted Sophie. to. Sophie! Yeah. It was hinted to a lot that we she was We see her move a cookie powers. that she wants. Yeah, because that was what Grandma or Aggie says is the is basically what how you make magic happen is you just want something really bad. Right. And then just take it. And you let yourself have you it. let yourself have it. That's what she and says. And let yourself have it, which is a funny line. Her delivery is funny when she says that. So, that was, so yeah, you see all those things. So it's pretty telegraphed that like, oh... And what I even thought as we were going into it, again, not knowing anything, that it was actually Sophie who was supposed to be the witch, but and Marnie just like thought she was going to. Right. And then, you know, has to deal with the fact that it's her little sister. And that's where the tension was going to come from. But then I know, feel like Sophie is a good little actor. She has a lot of lines to deliver and that are facial pretty coming. Yeah. Like that. And yeah. she's so cute. I really like her. Yeah. She was good. Were you surprised that Calabar was the bad guy? No. 
I guess not, because you already knew that the next one was called Calabar's yeah. Revenge. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I did kind of. I and two, it was like he was the only other character that they really introduced in right. Halloween, the actual town of Halloween Town. When they get there, you see other townspeople. He was like the only other person they took the time to really mention. And I was like, okay. And they're alluding to like some kind of dark presence, some kind of evil force that's trying to take over Halloween Town. Which, quick aside. The kids all sneak onto the bus that takes grandma back to Halloween town and they show up at her house and she acts like no big deal at all. Right. That apparently her of grandkids snuck, me into another snuck across this interdimensional bus and just traveled here. And she just turned around. I was like, oh yeah, you just live around the corner. Hi guys. Hi, what's up? Yeah, no big deal funny. here. And then was had no, even though she knew their mom was strongly against them knowing this. It was not her plan at all to take them back in any timely <laughs> m- manner. She was like, nah, cool. You guys are She here. doesn't want Marnie to lose her powers. I know, but it's just very funny. She's like, grandma privileges. <laughs> like, here you go. You're in my world now. Mom has no authority here. <laughs> they, upon them meeting Calabar, and he seemed too nice. Yeah. Yeah. Be, you I know think what I mean? That, that tips like, it that's off for the, sure. That's he's overly he's, sweet. He's overly sweet and overly like, Oh, look at these three new kids here, you know, that I that I now get will get to rule over. <laughs> but uh but I still think they did a good job though of trying to like keep it hidden because like when you first meet the the evil villain, the black thing, which I then also No, the was, dark thing. The dark thing, excuse me. You meet him, which I was immediately like, oh, that's an Emperor Palpatine wanna wanna be because his face is all like wrinkly, <laughs> covered in a dark black hood and everything. Uh but but yeah, like I, I thought they did that well. They don't immediately be like, his name is Calabar or Calavar. Right. You know, it's like, oh, who could he be? <laughs> oh, it's Calabar. But, uh, you know, they still like tried to hide it a little bit into his final big reveal at the end. But yeah, I thought he was a fun. I mean, he was like kind of klutzy, uh, not klutzy, but just like, yeah, happy go lucky, cheerful and everything like that. Yeah. As, he's the, like as Phil, the mayor. He's kind of like Phil Dunphy. Yeah. For Modern Family. Yeah. Tries to make like jokes. Dopey and- yeah. Because he like pulls candy out of his out of his ear, out yeah. of the kids like bags and stuff like that. Yeah. And so. Overly tries, jolly. Yeah. Just tries to be dopey. But then when he was actually evil, when he reveals himself to be Calabar or the evil, the, the dark thing, then I think then he did a really good job there. But man. One of the parts, though, that I I was like, this is pretty cheesy, is that first fight where they fight it, where uh, grandma where and freezes the grandma and mom. Right. Because the mom does finally come over because she realizes yeah. where they are. And it's just basically like, oh, I got to go get them. And then, yeah, she winds up getting involved in the fight, too. And so, yeah, the grandma and mom get frozen by the, the dark thing. And that was a pretty cheesy. Just like we're, you basically know, like, OK, we're going to add in the effects later, but you're going to be frozen. <laughs> Action. Yeah, the effects are really <laughs> bad. So they had to, they had, you know, and so again, it's, we it's a kids really Disney Channel movie, you know. When they get frozen, we laughed really hard. Yeah, because you're not supposed to laugh at that. No, part. it's supposed to be terrifying. <laughs> but the kids are able to get away, and then they face Calabar all together because they restore the power to the magical jackalader, something like that. I don't. I I actually on this viewing realized that like I don't actually understand what he was doing. He was like sucking their souls out when he froze them and making yeah. them mad or something. So then it's like, so he could eventually rule over oh, Halloween no, it unfroze town. everybody. That's yeah. what it did. But it's like something about this amulet that was something with oh, his power. He would, he would rule both worlds. Right. I, I don't remember again, how. I, I, it doesn't again, matter. A fuzzy on the details <laughs> of how him freezing these people and turning them bad would is supposed to help that. And then, you know, 
I don't know, fuzzy on those details a little bit, but still, uh, so they're able, I did like also then like Marnie is trying to, at one point, you know, put the, the amulet into the, the jacket, t- t- sorry, talisman, an amulet. Just a same thing. Oh. Yeah. In like fantasy things, they sometimes could do similar things, but, um, okay. The, put the talisman into the jack-o'-lantern and Calabar freezes her, but it's almost played off like he kills her. Yeah, she looks dead. Because of how she responds to it. She doesn't freeze. She like tries to like reach out and put it in there, but can't. And then just like, <sighs> and then he like cracks up laughing like a madman. And I was like, dude, you just killed a kid. You're way too dark for this moment. And then uh, obviously everything seems, turns out fine. Cause right. then, you know, she somehow wakes up. She's able to still get it in there and, and they're able to unfreeze everyone and, and Calabar is banished to wherever he well, goes they have until to, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. It takes the power of all of the witches, all all of the Cromwells, right. <laughs> the grandma, the mom, and the three kids. It takes the power of all of them to kill him. They don't kill him because he comes him. back. Yeah. yeah, he just is not bad anymore or something. I don't Which really was kind of funny because that... Not like a spell. They're not like we can't can't uh, all casting a spell together, like saying this mantra or whatever. They just all hold hands and start oming. Yeah, <laughs> and then he starts well, like freaking out. The grandma out and at mom it. do try a spell, and it doesn't kill him. That's right. So they all join hands and close their eyes, and then yeah, just one big um mm. is what kills him. And it was even like a literally low. It wasn't like a large, like powerful. <laughs> like they were even like yelling. It was just kind of a. Um, yeah all together and it he's like no what is this magic <laughs> also wait isn't he not supposed to be in sunlight or something okay so this is my big like my biggest thing when we meet him in the theater and the kids open the door to leave he like <laughs> away from the <laughs> yes yeah, he does and then he shows up and then in the bat the last fight scene at the end where they get rid of him he's outside on, on a roof the, on the yeah on the theater marquee I, I thought of that today. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense That's at all. That's a big uh, story and it's plot not, hole. And it's not even that he reveals himself and he can do it in his true form of Calabar. No, he's still just the dark he's thing. He's the dark thing at first. And then he reveals himself as Calabar. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a little, <laughs> what are you doing? Disney they even Channel, point, movie writers? Marnie even points out that he can't be in the sunlight. Yeah. So that's why they'll be safe. <laughs> oh my God. Big plot hole there. Huge plot Big hole. plot hole. Another overly cheesy thing that was actually funny was um, Marnie has like one moment of smack talk toward Calabar, the bad guy, where she calls him chocolate bar <laughs> in like the most <laughs> angsty, bitchy, preteen way. Yeah. It was pretty funny. It was like as, as bad as she can get is calling someone chocolate bar. Yeah. But no, I mean, those are the big things about it. I took like I took it was like I said, it was more enjoyable than I thought I was going to that I was going to have with it um, and everything. But yeah, lots of funny little funny moments, lots of lots and lots of cheesy moments. But overall, it was it was fun. Well, I'm really glad you liked it. I did. We will be watching it again next Halloween. Okay. You know, actually, Halloween's a couple weeks away. We may be watching it again this Halloween season. (laughs) I might sit that viewing out. Well, I kind of want to watch the others now, so I might do that. Um, we're definitely not going to do who's hotter in this episode because that's weird and there's not a good one. Yep. It did have an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Which I, is, again, I, like I, I kind of get that. Pretty good for a made for TV movie. I get that. I mean, you know, now the big made for TV movies are like Hallmark Christmas movies that are known for being just utter shit, mm-hmm. but somehow people love them. Uh, so I feel like these are similar. I mean, they're made for TV movies. They're not usually like the highest quality. Right. So I would say 80% is pretty good. Yeah. Well, and like I said, it's a kid's movie that I did not grow up with that I didn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't hold that nostalgia factor that we've talked about a lot right. of these older movies having, and I still enjoy and it. And you so didn't yeah. hate it? Yeah. Great. 
Well, that was fun. I'm glad we watched it. I'm glad you liked it. Yep. I can't wait to keep watching more Halloween movies. It's my favorite season. And there are a lot of those that I I haven't seen. So like there are a lot of cla- what would be considered, I guess, classic Halloween movies. Like Because it was only Hocus Pocus I've only seen within the last five, Couple six years, years yeah. for the first time. So yeah, there's a lot of big ones that I still need to see. Also, in case anybody's looking for stuff to watch or tired of watching the same things over and over again. And if you don't already do this, maybe you do. And we were the last people to think of it. But around Halloween, we start to rewatch old TV episodes mm-hmm. that are holiday based. So right now we're watching Halloween episodes. Um, and then we, I, I just keep like this list and a note on my phone of the best episodes for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. We even actually have a couple of Valentine's Day ones we watch. But I think those are mostly just Parks and Rec. But if you're looking... For Halloween stuff, Boy Meets World has good Halloween episodes. You should just publish your list. The Office has good Halloween episodes. I think my list is way too long, although I could. It's it's like organized and it's it's by it's a show. legit list. Yeah. Um, there's a single Frasier episode about Halloween that we really like. There's a bunch of Roseanne episodes are, that are good. Um, old Roseanne, not the current iteration. There's a bunch of Home Improvement ones that are really good, though I think that was taken off of Hulu, so I don't know where you can watch that anymore. Yeah. Modern Family has good ones. Great ones. That it's a, 70s it's a bunch show of shows. has a couple. Yes. So if you're looking for Halloween stuff to watch, I guess just ask me because I have a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I will publish it. I guess I can do that. Anyway, we watched Halloween Town. It was great. We're going to watch it again. Jared's finally caught up on Halloween Town. Uh, and now we want to know what you think about Halloween Town. Have you watched it in adulthood and still really liked it? Or have you watched it on Disney Plus this year and thought it was terrible? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I'm curious. I really do want to know if this holds up for other people because we're the perfect age for it. So I'm sure we have a lot of friends who also watched it a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Catch Up Culture. So find us there and tell us what you think about Halloween Town. And don't forget to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and we'll send you some fun mail. Thanks for listening and come back next week for another Halloween edition of Culture Catch-Up. Bye.